Welcome to episode 96 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we talk about adventure and bludgeoning a person with theology. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and actually of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all in not taking any of it too seriously. Welcome hi, back. Hi Caleb, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching this on, on or just audio, Happy Almost New Year, and... If you're watching it on YouTube, Happy New Year. We did it, 2020. Well, on audio, it will be New Year. No. Yeah. No, it won't. Yeah, well, it'll be 2020 when this comes out. Will it? <laughs> yeah. Will it really? Yes, it will. Oh, no. Yep. Will it? <laughs> Danny got mixed up. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kit, also, by the time this comes out, I, 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 I've I preached my first sermon in a big service. Really? How'd it go? I don't know, because we're <laughs> taping early. So I'm assuming it went great and um, all that. I don't know. I was going to say something as a joke, but then I was like, that would come off as very egotistical. It was like, and everyone came to the Lord? I don't know. I just... Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, that and everyone... That. You that repented, really... you know. It's it's the same thing as that calendar that has quotes of Jesus every day, or or biblical quotes a day. And and someone said, if you, the his actual calendar, um, uh-huh. the quote was, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give all this to you. And and, and that's people Satan, see isn't that, it? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Satan. It's like, <laughs> like oh, wow, yeah, man. Context is crazy important for those things, but. Uh, yeah. No, 2020, we're here, we're doing it, we're going to kick some butt while we do it, and uh, yep, it's going to be a good good year. Caleb, you finally saw a movie. Yes, I saw, I did it. I saw, I came, I conquered mm-hmm. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Now, let me make one thing clear. It's really crazy I how at the end... I haven't uh, seen it, <laughs> and will murder you if you spoil it <laughs> the end see so if now the next i didn't watch like a special guest <laughs> i didn't watch any trailers for this like i watched mm-hmm. the first one a long time ago and i forgot mm-hmm. like most of what was in it mm-hmm. and i so like i kind of went into this blind and it was really enjoyable right i really enjoyed this movie right i've i've appreciated that um was it good I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, that's a good question. What time did you go see it? It was like 7.30. Okay, because that's a more appropriate movie time. Midnight showing times, Yeah, you, it's, you, it's a different it's just, movie. It's always a good movie at midnight. Mm-hmm. And then you see it again, and you're like, like wow. <laughs> really I think wasn't I sat that in great. the wrong <laughs> theater. Like, I don't remember any of this. Uh, so seven thirty is a good time. Is it a good conclusion to whatever? Is, is it, it a, a good, conclusion? No, don't is say it a that. Good is, conclusion? Is it a good movie? Is it a good movie? I I think it was a good movie, mm-hmm. and I and really enjoyed it. Right. This was my favorite, probably out of the three so far. Right. 
of the new trilogy. Of the new trilogy. The new new trilogy, not the new old trilogy or the old new trilogy. No, honestly, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, this is pretty good. I might, good. I might take it over, you know, um, the, the Return of the Jedi, but I don't know. <laughs> See that nah, one's that's my probably, favorite. That's kind of like blasphemy. That's right my there. favorite. People put Empire above that. I disagree. A Return of the Jedi They're is also a much good. I, movie. I don't think it touches, um, you know, the original. But I think, mm-hmm. it, you know, it would probably be the original, probably number four out of like all of the Star Wars. Okay. Movies. Oh, wow. All right. Line. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm thinking through the competition here. Clearly, the original trilogies, one, two, and three. Not mm-hmm. in that order, but one, two, and three. Um, and the episodes one through three, I would say, are the bottom three. Where, where do we put um, the, no. uh, the Solo movie and Rogue One? That was that one's up there well, for the, me. Rogue that's One not, was great. That's not in the Skywalker line, though. It, but they're Star Wars movies. Not, I mean, they're Star Wars movies, but if I'm ranking them from like the trilogies, then they're not going to be in there. They were solid money grabs. No, oh, they were really good <laughs> They were movies. really good, uh, especially Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. I really liked Solo, too. I don't know why I, people yeah, hated that so people much. Hate it. I don't know. I think they were I just... genuinely don't know why. Like, I saw that and I was like, wait, what? People don't yeah. like this movie? I was yeah. genuinely surprised. And, and cle- it was clear and they were trying to set up to do an Obi-Wan thing also by introducing Darth Maul. At the end, who, according to all all the canon, he although he was chopped in half and thrown down, he's like robot. He willed himself to not die, in order that he could go kill Obi Wan Kenobi, which is like crazy. Darth Maul has always been yeah. my favorite bad guy in the whole series, who died way too early. So I was all about that dude showing back up. I'm like, no, nope, I'll take it. I'll take it. So I will say, um, people. I think you will enjoy um, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. way more if you um, watched all of the cartoons. Really, that's all I'm going to say about that. But I, I really liked it. I Dumb. have not <laughs> seen all of the cartoons, so are I mean, are they throwing characters in from the cartoons in there? Um, I don't know how to ask that without spoiling. They're throwing in. I like pieces of mm-hmm. stuff. That's that's gotcha. all I'm gonna say. Gotcha. <laughs> Specifically, Star Wars Rebels, not really Clone Wars. Okay, but yeah, I haven't seen any Rebels. I really love so that I'll show. binge that today. Like and not I think that you would love that show, and there's a I character in there specifically that I think that you would love. Which one? It's uh, like the girl Mandalorian, and she just seems like your type of character. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, like, I, I can't. I want to argue with you, but I'm like, nah, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, the the girl from Clone Wars is pretty cool too. To me, Ahsoka. You sure? Yeah. No, that's Airbender, idiot. No, she's in yeah. Rebels too. No, I know. Like the she Ahsoka. Has, she has like her like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Is that all right? So those characters. So, this is Star Wars cast now. People get <laughs> um those characters that have that. Is that hair or part of their head? I think it's part of their head. So what is it? It's just like giant glands. That's what I always like imagine that as. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> it's pretty gross looking. What is it? Yeah, like what is it? It's just like, like fatty like tissue. Skin, you yeah. Know? yeah. 
but it's, it's speaking a sign of Star of Wars Rebels, for that whole <laughs> one of the characters from Star Wars Rebels is in the new video game you're playing. Yes, actually, they've done a few different things in there. I'm playing Fallen Order. Uh-huh. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It. Uh, I turned it on. I'll be honest. I turned it on this um, a morning to just kind of wake up and play about half an hour. And then an hour and a half later, mm-hmm. we then were <laughs> were uh, still playing. So I was like, um, okay, I have work to do, so we'll do that. Yeah. But uh, they have, and, and I, I've, I haven't seen the cartoons, so you actually had to tell me. They had um, one of the sisters in there. Uh-huh. Hi, sisters. Oh, um, God, they, they had them <laughs> in there. And also uh, Guerrera from... Rogue One is in there. Yeah. Which is really cool. They're kind of tying it in. I know. They're like tying everything in. It's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that game, I have never been that guy that's thought about, um, I need to dress up as a Jedi and and do all that. I have a a lightsaber, but someone gave it to me, and it's like, it's more of a sentimental present than anything else. What is it? Like a real, one of the ones that like lights up really nice? It lights up. It's it's one of the plastic ones. It lights up really. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm I mean, sure it's, I've seen it's this. an official Star Wars one, but not right. It's yeah. not like the four hundred dollar one that yeah. you can get at Disney. Um, but thirty minutes into playing this game, I was just seeing like I have to get a poncho and a lightsaber because like that's who I want to be. That's the odd kind of. If I could create ideal Danny, it would be that. Mm-hmm. Um, just. The man is really cool, and I appreciate him as a character. And right. and there's something about him that sparks a thing inside to be like, yes, I, yes, I will do that. But um, it's it's a really good game, though. Yeah. Uh, and it's it kind of it's peppering in some stuff out of all over the place. It takes place before Rogue One. I guess it would have to because Saw Gerrera is in it. Yep. <laughs> and He'd is alive. Dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler: Saw Gerrera dies in Rogue One. If you haven't seen Rogue One. What are you, you know, doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> what are um, you doing? No, but it's it's. I tried playing Dark Souls at a point, and I just think they're bad games. I think they're poorly designed. I think they're mm-hmm. poorly made. The purpose of that game is to punish the player for playing. The only way to truly win that game is by turning it off and putting it away. Yeah. Uh, now I know I'm. I've just made a whole bunch. Of, no, it's for. Real gamers, like, no, I just enjoy a good, fun story. And in this game, they fixed the big problem in all all the Dark Souls games and all the Bloodborne and um, the other one that I do want to play because it's ninjas. Uh, Sekiro, they they fixed the problem that everyone, they've been asking for by saying, do you want to play story mode, normal, hard, or Jedi Master? Mm -hmm. Because there's just an option to, like, play the game and not have a heart attack in, in... Midway too, because the stormtrooper's equipped and has like God's gun or something. Yeah, you know, like, like what is wrong with like, No, I mean they have those, but um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been it's been a lot of fun and engaging plot, and I'm I don't know between that I started a, a Lost in Space too. Um, uh huh. I I was going to the gym because I have to turn on a show to. This do anything true. at the gym because then I think of too much about w- what I'm doing and I was like all right I'll start a loss in space it's like 44 minutes okay it'll be fine it'll be a long workout and yeah. I turned it on and it was like 50 minutes I'm like okay here we go and that didn't include 
the three minute uh, recap beforehand. Right. That I I realized it didn't include it at around two minutes fifty nine seconds, and I was like, "Well, I can't undo that." So now the fifty minute starts. And then it logged me out twice, so I'm logging back in on the elliptical, Gosh. which is People really hard. Like, what like, is this guy yeah, doing? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So I did an hour, but I don't know, man. I was telling a person, there's something about Lost in Space that you could tell me everything they're going to go through, uh-huh. and I would still sign up immediately. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I want to be a part of something... Very similar to that. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's going to crash. There's going to be a robot. He tries to kill everybody. You're going to get lost in space and this, this. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, sign me up. That's fine. Gosh. Does that happen to you at all and anything? Not Just like, that specific Well, not storyline. but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, adventure is something mm-hmm. I think we all would like to go on. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean, even like, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's something about... Going on this journey that changes mm-hmm. you and, um, you know, there's a purpose for and, you know, there's people around you that you're doing it with. Right. That is just very right. awesome, you know. Right. So what is the ideal Caleb goes on an adv- adventure thing? Caleb goes on an adventure? Yeah. I mean, like, from a specific, like, franchise thing? No, just if there's anything that happens that you're like, yeah, yeah, dangerous, sure, sign me up. What is that thing? Does this have to be in real life or fantasy? Let's go with fantasy because I'm way more interested in what you're about to say. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I would go on, uh, like, the... Any, any, like the Lord of the Rings and the mm-hmm. Hobbit journeys. I, I was gonna say Lord of the Rings, um, Hobbit. Yep. Like, sign me up. Also, like any Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. I'm also right. down for that as right. well. Uh, what if it's the uh, Wookiee Christmas? No. Okay. I will not be a part of that. That's that not one an adventure. Can pass. That's just a sitcom with Wookies. <laughs> it's a one episode. <laughs> yeah. Canon. <laughs> That's not canon. No, Mandalorian. The fact that they got all the original cast to freaking show up and that was amazing. Mandalorian referenced it. They did. Yep. Canon. John Favreau. That piece of garbage is canon. (laughs) Wow. Right. Anyway, so I mean, go off, do a thing. So, so what are the kind of the 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 good parts about this type of thing that you enjoy? I guess because. I mean, you know, the fantasy aspects are great. We would all enjoy throwing the uh, a ring into Mordor. But let's yeah. be honest, most of us wouldn't be able to, like, do it. We'd be like, nah, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. On, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. I think... It's a trick, boys. The thing about adventures that is so appealing to me is mm-hmm. the uh, the kind of family that comes... Mm-hmm. When the stakes are high. Right. And I think this happens in real life a lot of the times um, in different scenarios. But, like, you know, you go, like, it just it's just the, the friends you make mm-hmm. along the way and, and the fact that the stakes are high yeah. on, on, like, yeah. saving something. I don't know. Right. But, I mean, like, even in 
you know, grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Like, the same thing applies, like, going, you know, on a trip mm-hmm. with, you know, one of your friends. Like, I want to do that, go on a trip with one of my friends, mm-hmm. not really have much of a plan, and just, like, go somewhere and figure it out along the way. Mm-hmm. And just kind of explore, um, you know, a place. Yeah. And... And I think that's always fun, yeah. but yeah, to me, it's the the, it's 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 the sense of importance and purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, all those chaotic things to me that they they sound fun in a weird kind of sense because I mean, um, in Star Wars, if they don't go on this, then then evil wins, and there's purpose in that behind that. Uh, mm-hmm. In Lost in Space, there's there's a sense of purpose that they're trying to save. Mankind, essentially, um, right. in 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 the Fallen Order, it's that you're trying to defeat the Empire. In uh, the Hobbit, they're trying to 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 defeat evil, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of weird to think about. Like it's just a little Hobbit, boop. Um, yeah, but it's it's this idea of of there's purpose behind it, and and that aspect of it's of a band of brothers coming together and. Um, I don't know. I think the movies and entertainment can kind of spark that in us, and and it's important to understand why that's being sparked. I mean, in truth, I don't want to pull out a lightsaber and have to chop down a 12-foot beast who only wants to kill me. I don't want to do that, but if there's a purpose behind it, oh, yeah, sign me up. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know... That's honestly why I love, like, the job field that I'm in mm-hmm. is, like, filmmaking is, you know, honestly, it's kind of an adventure because right. there's no, you know, it's just putting, it's a team of people putting their heads together to mm-hmm. create something, and the process is long and hard and gruesome. And you question why you're doing it, you know, during mm-hmm. the process. But in the right. end of it, you have this piece to look at and, you know, mm-hmm. remember everything that, you know, was there to build that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, you know, I kind of like filmmaking mm-hmm. a bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's especially when there's a purpose behind what you're making. Right. Um and yeah, adventure is just such a. I don't know. It's 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 just something that I feel like all of us desire in one way right. or another. And and part of the the, the issue I'm I'm kind of I've been thinking about is that most of us tend to view our lives as tame and almost you know for lack of a better word housebroken mm-hmm. that everything is just. Uh, sterile and calm all the time but in truth all of us are on a a spiritual journey gosh that phrase is not normally one i like (laughs) we're all on a spiritual journey together i mean it's true though but it's it is an adventure and learning to treat our faith in that manner is kind of um I think it's important to the Christian to understand what it is we're doing. I mean, this is the mm-hmm. uh, the issue of bringing light into darkness and giving God the ability to w- work through us, not giving God the ability. Um, 
allowing God. There's problems in what I'm saying, and I know what they are, and I'll get there in an hour. Uh, allowing God to work through us to understand the the everyday urgency that's occurring. I mean, yeah, it's an adventure to go into scary places, and and I'm not just talking about the missionaries that go to like foreign countries or all that. It's it's the everyday. I go into the scary aspect of trying to share my faith and my mm-hmm. job in my community in my culture yep. to stand out to be different to understand that that does i mean attacks and sometimes they're physical and sometimes they're emotional um uh, it's 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 an adventure and i think looking at it from that perspective makes it more fun and um it gives it the honor that it needs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. No, I think that that's so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when I was watching Star Wars last night, like, there was things that they were saying in there, and it was just like, I mean, Christianity is oddly similar to, mm-hmm. uh, or like the way they, you know, were talking about the Force. It was like mm-hmm. super, it was like, it sounded like Christianity. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But... It's pantheism, though. But okay, is it pantheism? Is that the one? But I mean, like, the there's... force flows through all of us. Pantheism. Get that garbage out of here. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the uh, it's just you know there's similarities, and I think that it is an adventure. Christianity. Mm-hmm. There is a journey that we go on. You mm-hmm. know, um, we call it a discipleship journey at my church mm-hmm. where you know you are growing over time and sanct- through sanctification you're getting closer to God right and um you know it's it's not easy no um, no it's not yeah always fun but it's an adventure mm-hmm. and you know it brings you closer to God and yeah. brings other closer to God when you're pursuing him right and it's it's really cool. I mean, like, if you take a step back and look at, you know, everything God has done and that he would use us to, you know, do his will, mm-hmm. it's like, first of all, why? Why, right. why do you need us? I mean, he doesn't, but it's like... Aren't there better people? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's... Correct. <laughs> there are. It is through his grace that we even get to be a part of this thing mm-hmm. and be a part of this adventure because mm-hmm. it is life and death. The stakes yeah. are high. Um, and it's... I don't know, yeah, it's, and, it's crazy. And I think that's the other part of this that people tend to enjoy is they're part of a thing bigger than themselves on, on, you know, going on an adventure. It's bigger than them. I mean, for mm-hmm. Frodo... Uh, to be a part of this, it's not about Frodo at all. Yeah, um, right. And it's not about any of them. It's about something bigger than themselves. And for us to find our place in the body of Christ, we have to understand that the 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 thing all of us are doing is bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Um. And and I don't know. I, I just I would love that type of thing to un uh, to uh, to be able to go and say, hey, I'm a part of a thing bigger than me that's having an impact and I can't take any of the credit mm-hmm. um, in in all these stories a, a big part is 
they almost stumble into the truth a bit or they stumble into the place that they need to be it's almost as if there's this guiding um force that is 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 moving them in the direction they need to go but that's and i'm not going to compare the the uh, the force to the holy spirit i'm not going to do yeah. it also the holy spirit does that kind of guiding as well uh, yeah <laughs> where it's it's us being able to discern the will of the spirit and do the thing God's called us to do and understand it's bigger than anything any of us could imagine. Right. Um, I mean, I know this podcast, when we started and had our 10th download, I, I think we were thrilled yeah. because we never expected it to reach that far. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's, it's, it's this idea that this is bigger than us and that's totally okay. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our... And I think it's freeing, you know, to, mm-hmm. like, understand that, you know, that's what God's kind of point is in Exodus fourteen fourteen when he says, mm-hmm. like, you know, I can't, well, I'm blanking right now, but <laughs> uh, the, Lord the Lord will fight, will fight for, for you, you need, need only, only be, be still. still. Yep. You know, it's, it's not that, you know, he's not using us, but knowing that God is in control over the whole thing and he will take care of us mm-hmm. and that it's not about us is it's freeing because that frees you to understand that i mean it makes you work harder Mm -hmm. um it makes you work for the right reasons and understand that you know it's all for his glory and not yours Mm -hmm. and and it just makes life go smoother you know if you understand that like yeah you you don't get as angry you know because like most anger comes from like i want to be first Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's kind of or just nice. <laughs> a misplaced ego, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you let God, you know, kind of take control of that, it's mm-hmm. just freeing in like more ways than that, right? I think. Um, sp- speaking of anger, uh, one one of the things I've been I I caught a a good amount of in twenty nineteen. It was just. The logical anger mm-hmm. that, um, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I, I was thinking, like, as Christians, we have to stop sniping each other over theological discussion. Right. Uh, because there's been a ton of that going on, including um, a few pastors have, have kind of decided to drag each other on Twitter uh call each other out on Twitter instead of going to them first and think of a few people and none of them I will name here. Um, but, but this type of thing, cause that just puts out their difference in the open air and calls them a, a racist or a bigot, despite having not taken time to sit down and actually talk to their brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in, in Christ there, it, there isn't slave or free Jew or Greek or any of that. It's, I am a Christian first and then everything else after that. Yep. Um, and it's, it's important to, to give each other that kind of charity in, in discussion before moving to just strike the other. And I don't know, it's, it's been a little disconcerting to watch the split that that's been occurring in Christianity. Yeah. Um, over occasionally it's over theology, just, debating things too open instead of having conversation and then and then to be honest a fair amount of it's been political mm-hmm. in 
Christians are starting to polarize according to politics, and if that's the case, then we have failed our mission as ambassadors to the world. Right. Uh, if if there is a split that 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 mirrors politics, then we're not doing something correct. Mm-hmm. So um, I was thinking about it, and we need to be more charitable in our discussion of theology and understanding of of truth. You know, I don't think I have everything true and accurate, and I do need to be challenged every now and then, and am, and it's not always a fun process, but it's a necessary process. And, right. And then the other thing that I know that you'll be able to speak to more than I can is people are using the same terms, but by a different definition, and I think that's becoming really, really problematic. Yeah. Um, Jen Wilkin and their podcast, uh, a podcast actually brought this up in a knowing faith that uh, the whole debate on can a a woman teach? Mm-hmm. Okay, so her whole point it was that how are we using the term teach in context? Because you know education is a female dominated area. So in elementary school, middle school, high school, it tends to be female educated. Um, so at what point do we say a woman cannot teach? Does that I mean, a man can never, ever even pretend to have gleaned insight from a woman. Yeah. And I think practically and theologically, we would both say, no, that's not what that means. Yeah. So the same term is being dropped, but in different contexts, and it's important to define the term first. I right. Mean, I mean, do you agree with that? or like? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing that, you know, we in high school and debate, you know, like that you need to define mm-hmm. your terms. Right. Because if you're not arguing the same terms, then you're not arguing anything at all. Right. And, and that's what, you know, like you said, we're seeing a lot of today is that in order to have, in order to get to a conclusion mm-hmm. in an argument or a debate, mm-hmm. I hate using the word argument. Well, I mean, I don't hate, I don't like arguing. I like talking, you know, and you can't talk. Right. You can't you can't get down to the bottom right. of things unless you're talking. Um, I mean, even argument, though, is a term that's used in different ways. People describe right. argument as like, no, you dumb turd, this, 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 and that's an argument. It's like, no, an argument is a, a stance a person is taking and attempting to back them up by factual or, or, or kind of by factual evidence. So even argument, like argument, we have to be more careful like, how we use that yeah. term. And I think that you can't, you can't get to a conclusion um, unless both of both sides are defining the terms and going at it in a peaceful way mm-hmm. and figuring out, you know, what the stance is. And then if you get to the bottom of it and you both still disagree, that's fine. You right. Know, like, but at least you know right. why, and you know you know the points that you disagree on in right. full and not just, you know, an emotional argument just right. blabbering at someone. And, I mean, that brings up a good point that people view debates and arguments as it's going to be fixed by the end of this conversation. And a lot of times it just isn't true. I mean, truth, especially intellectual truth, grows and develops over time and being able to to get to the end of a conversation and say we do not agree but both of us have things to think about is important 
But even more important than that is, even if I don't agree, if Caleb and I don't agree, Caleb is still my brother in Christ mm-hmm. more than he is an intellectual adversary. Yeah. And I can't v- v- view him as that, as an intellectual adversary, until I've viewed him as my brother in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I need to approach him as my brother in Christ and, and understand that he probably, he has a perspective I don't. Mm-hmm. Um and and then as far as kind of where we are in theology and and I'm only starting at at Christ um because there was a major shift in theology right around that time yeah um we've been growing in this for 2000 years and the, the basics are i i would say pretty much settled granted there's still kind of a few like the primary um, yeah, yeah. Doctrine. Primary doctrines tend to be people tend to agree on those. There are pockets that don't, but those are just pockets. Overall, we've come a long way in theology. I mean, there mm-hmm. are times they were debating: Are we saved by works or by grace? And mm-hmm. and to us, that one seems like fairly obvious as far as for as, some as things go. For some people, yeah. yeah. Or I mean, like, is Jesus fully man? Is he fully God? Is he both? Is he fully God and fully man? Both. And now this is a a afterthought in a textbook. Like God is 100% God and 100% man, and uh, both are in ex- existence at the same time. And that's all that's really said because it's been debated ad nauseum, mm-hmm. you know, to the point that you can't talk about it anymore. It's like it's been said and been agreed mm-hmm. on. So um, where – we are at this point is more nuanced and detailed still important. I'm not saying it's not important, but it isn't worth killing each other over. Right. So in, in debates and that kind of stuff, how do, or conversations, what do you think is important to, to be able to be charitable to the other person there? Um, you know, I, I kind of think that you know I have I have my two things and I think everyone gets heated in a debate mm-hmm. or, and I think that's fine. That's just human nature. I don't think it's ideal. Obviously, as I stated before, you can't really. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you can really quickly come to a conclusion mm-hmm. in that matter. Uh, I mean, it's just. I think we all have plenty of experience mm-hmm. and arguing whether it's your brother your sister or someone about something that not even about you know Mm -hmm. christian doctrine that you know you you don't really get anywhere um but if you can sit down and number one thing i have and i ask myself often sometimes i don't because i'm not perfect at anything um is uh, is what uh, what's about to come out of my mouth loving, um, and I think that that's that's kind of a good indicator on whether or not you're arguing with someone or not, mm-hmm. and because if what you're about to say is going to potentially wound them mm-hmm. um, emotionally or spiritually, uh, hopefully not physically, <laughs> uh, then like you shouldn't say it. Um, I think we all kind of have that inside of us, like. Mm-hmm. You don't really want I mean, to. If if the intent is cause pain, mm-hmm. yes. I or think... even if like 
your your point is right. Like you believe that you're right, and you're stating an actual mm-hmm. good point. Like the way you say it can mm-hmm. even matter. You right, know? right. I mean, there there are times of confrontation of bringing truth that are are hurtful, and this is probably a case of can we define hurtful different? Because there are times where pain isn't a bad thing in challenge. Um, it's, oh, no, it's, it's yeah, for sure. Right. Closer to if I'm understanding, and I think we're probably saying the same thing. I just want to clarify the term um, because if I don't clarify the term here, then what the heck are we doing? Uh, that the if if the attack goes to them as a person in mm-hmm. in, in a shame type of manner, condemnation type of a manner, right. then it has stopped being productive to the conversation right and that's yeah. why i say is it is it loving you yeah. know because being loving sometimes mean you you, you need mm-hmm. to say something that could be potentially painful for right. them to hear right um and that's fine mm-hmm. you know obviously that takes some discernment on to like mm-hmm. what that is but and then the other thing i have is like <coughs> are you representing christ well and this goes for like not even just uh you know, that, that's often said when it's talking about circles outside of Christianity, which is very mm-hmm. important. But even inside Christianity, yeah. it is we have important to represent to re- Christ to each other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, because there's plenty of times where, like, people have been representing Christ really well inside Christianity. Mm-hmm. And, like, at times I really needed it. And if they mm-hmm. didn't, you know, then I, yeah. like, probably wouldn't be the same right now. Yeah. Um, so I think it's always important to represent Christ well. Right. And I think that kind of blends in with the one before, like, are you being loving? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, like, this is kind of outside of the argument, is, um, like, remind yourself of the gospel. Because if you remind yourself of the gospel, um, you know, your self-esteem is going to go way down, which mm-hmm. I think is important when you're talking to people about, you know, subjects in Christianity mm-hmm. and, you know, other yeah. outside of it, too. Because if you have self-esteem, you know, you're really – you're not really uh, in the right mindset, in right. my opinion. And you are going to act a lot different than right. uh, you typically would. So, like, remind yourself of the gospel. Know that, you know, you're mm-hmm. saved and everything where you are is because of God. Right. And uh, that you were dead. You're like – you couldn't do anything about yourself before. And it's God that took you out of – out of the dumps. And if yeah. we understand that, then, you know, I feel like you can be more freed uh, to have a more productive conversation. Absolutely. I know, um, you know, a person pointed this out that kind of changed a good amount of my thinking on a topic. They said most of the gospel presentations in scripture are to believers mm-hmm. because they need to hear it over and over and over. That yeah. just because I became a Christian doesn't mean that I understand the gospel fully. Mm-hmm. It, the gospel is rich and deep, and I need to go back and study it over and over and over. And and um, I mean, a few of the things I've I've grown in. That's one of them is read and study things that you disagree with, mm-hmm. uh, because there is is a humility to that. And, and granted, I mean, in a a Christian context, there are um, occasional podcasts I'll pick up just because I don't agree with their stance, but um, I need to understand where it is they're coming from in order to treat them as brother and sister in Christ. Um, 
I can't just kind of shrug them off as like, bah, no. Yeah. No. You're wrong. Yeah. Everything that you do is 100% (laughs) wrong all the time, always. Yeah. Um, I can't really claim that, even for the pastors I disagree with on a regular basis. I'm like, eh, no, I get what you're trying to say, but that's not how to say it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've said that phrase a ton. You know, I get what you're trying to say, and that's not it. Yeah. Because oftentimes I think people are just speaking poor and then and then their sound bit on twitter and it sounds bad so um another thing i've i've kind of figured out is ask questions yeah if if caleb makes a statement and i just come out i'm like you jerk that's going again it's a heresy it's a heresy he's a heretic and hashtag Mm -hmm. heretic hashtag caleb stinks hashtag caleb has departed the faith um you know It's possible I've come off too strong there, and there are pockets yeah. of Christianity that you're really bad at this. You <laughs> just like call it what it is. I love you, your family, but man, pump the brake on the heretic sticker a bit. Because yeah. um, I've said Santa this before. Santa <laughs> I've said this before. I'll say it again. You, the term heretic is either used too much or not enough, but I think in our current amount is incorrect. Um, yeah. If if I'm going to call a person a heretic by the standard of have they said anything incorrect about the faith then we all get that or um yeah we're all heretics yeah all of us are heretics or a heretic has to be defined in a slight different manner of a person who is in intentionality teaching something contrary to doctrine of scripture and that means we're over applying it Mm-hmm. If there's an intentionality, if it's based on intentionality to be a heretic, then we're using it too much. Right. Um, and I've found to ask questions, it, it gives us an opportunity to assume the best about a person before jumping straight to an attack. In yeah. a James 1, a 19 through 21, it tells us this, that I know this, my beloved brothers, I let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Because the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Mm -hmm. Um, I kept 21 in because being slow to anger and quick to hear is direct connected to being filthy and rampant and wickedness yeah um if if i'm slow to anger and quick to hear then the other stuff decreases because i've taken time to just ponder what it is that's happening right i and i think asking questions is a a way to seek clarification uh, on what it is they're trying to say before moving to that next stage of of public call out yeah I mean, that's pretty true because, like, you you can't always Mm -hmm. judge what a person is saying by that statement that they just said. Um, It kind of goes back again to defining terms, you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is is also, like, another stage in Mm -hmm. formal debate is asking questions. Right. You know, you ask questions. Of course, like debate, you're arguing your you're side. Trap questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I'm playing Exodia also, face down. You know, you're asking questions to make sure that you're not the one that's about to be trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, it's just important to ask clarifying questions. Right, and and to be clear, a good clarifying 
a good clarifying question isn't to stare at them and say, are you sure you're not an idiot? That's not a clarifying question. We all all know darn well what that is. That's yeah. an accusation. <laughs> like, but have you considered the smart perspective? You know, like don't don't yeah. lump ad hominem in there. You yeah. know not to do that. Um, the other kind of tip I've I've kind of understood is understand your context and perspective. Uh, perspective. Um, check your privilege. No, uh, <laughs> sorry. See if but, you can use any of those points in this argument. Right. If you can, good. Swipe but, that card. <laughs> but understand the point that you're the perspective that you're coming out of, and the perspective the other person is speaking from. Right. Um, I mean, there's there's a few different ways this plays out. Different cultures have different perspectives on a thing and granted i don't think there's multiple truths based on the culture i think there's a truth that goes above culture that comes from god Mm -hmm. um but our interpretation can be peppered unjustifiably by our cultural context um right you know i i don't think there's different branches of theology for groups of people there's just theology that comes from god and i i do have to understand though that i'm coming out of a white western perspective that has influenced things whether i enjoy it or not Mm -hmm. um and then the the other aspect is understand the person that you're talking to is important i mean if Piper came, if John Piper came in here and said something I disagreed with, i I'd, I'd have to I'd have to concede that know that it is true. It's, it's, it's possible he studied more than me. <laughs> yeah, and me calling out John Piper for a thing that I probably don't understand. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a certain amount of honor due towards those who are more along in the faith that I think younger generations aren't as great about. I I was not great about it in my 20s. I know plenty of people in their 20s now who are not great at it. Um, and I think that's just part of getting through the early parts of 20s is understanding uh, you now actually I know who I'm thinking of and it's not you. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, this spooky. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of things that come into play through that that to just say I've taken a course at an undergrad Bible school, you might not know as much as you think. And that's important to understand the limits of your own understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't, people hate saying, I don't know. It's the most freeing answer in the world. Yeah. I love saying, I don't know, because it means I'm like, I don't know. That's where I stop. I get to stop here. Yep. I love that. It's great. Um, yeah, just those three things. It's just ask questions, understand context and perspective, and read things that you disagree with. I think those are – or study things that you disagree with. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, man. It's – um, yeah. I've I've had that happen a few times, and I didn't handle it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time I didn't – all right, the argument from authority is always a bad argument. Like, you should pay attention to me because I've done this more. That's a, a logical fallacy. Yeah. 
that I have employed a couple of times because I didn't have time to explain it. I feel bad about that. Uh, someone, they, they, uh, they had been making a point and we only had five minutes. <laughs> and I, I had to get to a point of like, I will gladly take you to coffee some other day. But for now, you're just gonna have to trust me that I'm right. Like, <laughs> which is like a really arrogant thing to do. And I apologize for that. If you're listening to this podcast, um yeah but it's probably not the greatest <laughs> i mean but he was wrong like i i, I want to point that out i'm not saying theology isn't important theology is crazy important because it dictates everything else um, a proper understanding of god does dictate everything we are and do absolutely yeah i just i didn't have the time and he was <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, it was a uh, it it was a debate on trans and consubstantiation. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I tell you about this? Do we have time for this story? Yeah, we got time for this story. Here's yeah. what happened. I, I was at a thing at a church. Uh-huh. Someone um someone called me over. Actually, a group of people was like, "Dad, I got a theology question for you." And I was I was having a conversation. I didn't want to leave, and I was like, "Fine, I'll just do this real quick because it's just a question." Uh. And they said, oh, tell us your thoughts on transubstantiation, the the idea that in communion, the body – or sorry, the bread and wine become the physical body and blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. And here's w- where I learned to understand your context and know what you're doing, where you're doing it because mm-hmm. I did not read the conversation. And what I said was I committed it to memory. It was so profound Gosh. to a group of people that I hadn't taken the, the time to – care about their faces and what Mm -hmm. their faces are doing i went oh yeah that's not true (laughs) yeah yeah that's totally wrong Uh, yeah and then someone said okay but have you thought i'm like no (laughs) no 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 he didn't think they were actually gonna argue that side (laughs) one person and it was like three people had ganged up against this one person. And I was mm-hmm. there like, no, 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 no. Because now I have to walk back my crazy and sensitive thing. Yeah. And then I have to walk it back, take him by the hand, and walk him right back to where I was, but just like slower and nicer. Yeah. And it made it harder because I came out very aggressive at the beginning, which he viewed as a challenge. Yeah. Which, to be fair... It definitely was. So, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it was, tricky. Uh, it was not my not my finest moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> Man. Oh, have you ever employed the ad hominem as an actual argumentative debate top, uh, a technique? What is an ad hominem, Danny? Where you attack the person instead of the idea. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I that I feel like that's just growing up. That's what you do with your siblings. <laughs> they they, they want to use, you know, the we, and you're like, well, you're just dumb. Right. Well, you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Your face looks stupid. <laughs> okay. Is it a logical fallacy? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it is a it's, lot of fun. It is. It's a lot. It's also fun. I, I will say I do think logical fallacy and slippery slope need to give be given more consideration in mm-hmm. argument because all they're saying is they could be right. 
and ad hominem says, but that guy's an idiot. So, yeah. so I think the, the strength of the ad hominem attack is that <laughs> it, it does carry a percentage of accuracy. <laughs> Gosh. Well, like, you know, the guy that's gone to, to Harvard Medical uh-huh. or the guy that got his medical degree online. The guy who got his medical degree online could be right. But if I have a choice, he's going to do surgery on me. It's going to be Harvard boy. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. But there does come with it a certain amount of Not to their statistical face, probability. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I you use know what I mean? that like, probably more like as a joke. I mean, you've probably half me joke. that. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that too like, if I were an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is not nice. No, it's not. <laughs> Unless you, the person thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the you gotta whole... test the waters first. Yeah. <laughs> but, man. Arguing. I mean, that debating. is... That is... I, I have in certain contexts, I've said, this right. here's the deal. The five-second answer is this, because your stance is stupid. I can... I can tear it down for an hour or, or we can spend 30 seconds or just agree you're stupid and move on from there i said that to a friend it was well received but again that's part of understanding your context a bit are you talking to a friend sure it are they still gonna be a friend at the end of it sure oh jab them a little bit grab <laughs> you know rib them a little bit you know um yeah. but if i'm talking to a stranger or or a, a person in authority, I'm not going to be like, that's dumb. Like, <laughs> you dumb, though, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, well, <laughs> Caleb, I think we learned probably more about me than anything else. Yeah. Oh. The, the dark the dark side of Danny. No, I do. Like, Slippery Slope and Ad Hominem are logical fallacies that carry a little bit of weight in my book. I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, Caleb, if they have questions that go we to won't the make fun of, that we won't make fun of. <laughs> go to the gospelpost.com. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to... We respect our listeners. Yeah. We don't respect each other. Right. But we respect our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, go to the gospelpost.com slash nobody special and go to the bottom of the page there where you can find a little forum where you can ask us questions. Say hello. We like you just saying hello as well, even if you literally just type hello in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also... We text each other about that. Like, oh, we got a yeah. hello. <laughs> and then, yeah. So do that. And also, also on Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast. That's fine. I don't need to say anything. <laughs> and you can DM us there as well and just follow us. And because it's 2020, Project Joy 365 has started. So be yes. sure you're posting your pictures of how God is speaking and blessing and go to thegospelpost.com slash Project Joy 365 in order to see if the inappropriate picture of the lady came down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was going to come out differently when I first started talking, and that's what came out. Oh, boy. Uh, that's why my coffee's so strong, because I say garbage like this in the morning. Yeah, sure. Um, blame it on the coffee. Blame <laughs> it on the coffee. So, well, Caleb, it's been fun. Welcome to 2020. Yes. We made it. Even though we're not quite there yet in this podcast, but... If the world ends Whoa. on the 30th, 
I'll be really embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, I think that is going to do it for us today. So, Caleb, I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.